Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Welcome to episode two in season three and today we are going to chat all about the scales. We can't really be part of this health and fitness industry and not chat about our relationship with the scales and weighing ourselves and is it a positive is it a negative does it change so that we're going to really go deep on this one so I'm going to tell you a little bit about my relationship with the scales and maybe it'll resonate with you um, as well because there's many of us that are my age so in our 50s who you know have gone down a similar journey and are having the same kind of thoughts really so let's drag it right back to the beginning when was the first time I stepped on the scales I can't really remember Um, I think possibly in my 20s probably after I had um, my first son but up until that point I don't think I was really aware of I wasn't I didn't know how much I weighed Um, wasn't really on my radar I was lucky you know, I had a good group of friends. Body image when I was growing up really wasn't like it is now. And so, I mean, I can't even tell you what size clothes I wore. I have absolutely no idea. It really wasn't important to me. Um, once I'd had my first son, then, of course, outside pressures start to creep in, don't they? So I still don't think I was really aware of what I weighed. I'm not even sure that I owned scales at that time. But I was very aware that people would make comments like, oh, you'll soon lose your baby weight or oh, your body will soon go back to normal. Um, It wasn't a massive thing for me. I have to say I was more interested on bringing up my son, you know, being a new mum, being a wife that took up way much more of my time than what size jeans I was getting into. But if I look back now, I guess I was really busy. I probably didn't prioritise my food very much. And I did go back to pretty much being the weight that I had been before. Um, And then I went on to have a second and a third child. And by the time I'd had my third child, I had actually gathered quite a lot of weight. And people were much more aware of, you know, what we should look like or what weight we should be and you know all that social media pressure had started like we didn't have um well I'm going to show my age now like we didn't have smartphones like we do now there wasn't Instagram and Facebook and constant going on but just people in general you know maybe family members or friends or friends of friends you know they make comments they say things they tell you about other people it kind of all adds up even if you're someone that doesn't particularly pay attention to that it goes in and it kind of rattles around in your brain somewhere, doesn't it? And so after I'd had my third child, so then I was in my mid-twenties, uh, I definitely had scales then because I went to Weight Watchers. 
And then at Weight Watchers, you know, we learnt the good foods and the bad foods and um, how much of the foods you could have. And I remember, you know, it was good. It was fine. It worked for me. Um, I think I lost about three stone and that was fine. Um, it was never really an issue for me. And then um, after that, of moving along a few years, uh, then I, I got divorced. So I had the divorce diet, as it's called. Um, and that was probably when I was at my absolute thinnest. Probably, I don't know, I think I was a size eight, maybe a bit smaller. Um, I wasn't really, uh, I would say I was in denial of what my weight was doing and my food habits because I was particularly unhappy I had a lot of stress I had three very young children you know life was happening around me at me it felt um and so although people started to say things like oh you've lost a lot of weight and you look really good and oh my goodness yeah I'm good for you I felt dreadful like I really wasn't eating I didn't really eat anything like I didn't have very much money so the food wasn't you know, in abundance, my children always got the food first, but also it was the one thing probably that I was able to control. And so the way I dealt with all of that was not really eating very much food at all, probably drinking a bit more than was um, a good idea. Um, I can remember just surviving on apples or maybe just sandwiches, like very rarely did I cook myself a meal. Um, so maybe when you look back at photographs and people, you know, think, oh, yeah, you look amazing. But actually, I was probably the most unhealthy that I've ever been. Um, and then fast forwarding from that till the present day, you know, I've done all sorts. So at the time when I was most unhappy, but my thinnest, I probably weighed myself every single day. I would be able to tell you exactly to the dot how much I weighed. And then... Um, I became a bit happier in my life, so that kind of eased off a little bit. Um, but when you get happier, of course, you know, you start, your life changes a little bit, don't you? I had a bit more money, I was working more, um, the children had got older. And so I was eating and enjoying life and, you know, doing everything we do. And then, you know, then the weight crept back on again. Um, and when I say it crept back on, like I wasn't massive, I was probably a size 14. So... Because I had been a size 8, going up to a size 14, probably for, for outside people, uh, seemed a lot. And, that, and you know, you're encouraged to get back down to that smaller size, aren't you? And so I, I then went to Slimming World. I think I did Slimming World three times. It never really worked very well. Both Slimming World and Weight Watchers have a place, I guess, for people. There's lots of people out there where it does work for. Um, but for me... I don't know, I'd kind of changing quite a lot in my life and I just became very uncomfortable with it all. You know, like there were foods that were bad and sinned or you could have treats and it left me with, you know, I'm someone that now will eat a smoothie, but for years I would never have a smoothie because I, in my head I'd been told that if you whiz up um, fruit, then... It becomes bad for you, which actually isn't the case. A banana is a banana, whatever you do with it. And also, you know, you can't have too many bananas. You can't have too much fruit. Well, I, at the moment, eat probably three or four bananas a day. And I've never felt so good. So, you know, there was a lot... I've had to do a lot of relearning. Um, 
But all through that period of time, I was on the scales, off the scales, on the scales, off the scales. You know, it, maybe the scales didn't tell me what I wanted to see, so I'd go and buy new scales. Um, I could get up in the morning and weigh myself and that would set my mood for the day. You know, I could have a good day or I could have a bad day, all from that one number. And then after we moved to Cyprus, um, we didn't have scales. And we were busy enjoying life and doing stuff. And it really occurred to me all of a sudden that I'd wasted so many years trying to achieve a body that, you know, really wasn't an achievable body. Because why would I want to look like someone in their 20s and probably malnourished when I'm, you know, in my 40s heading towards my 50s. That wasn't really very sensible. And so then I discovered the anti-diet movement and made a lot of sense. And so I started to read and rediscover this kind of area. And so I just decided that I was going to eat whatever I wanted to eat without restriction because there is no good food or bad food. It's just food. And the more you restrict, the more you want to binge. And you get in that horrible cycle, don't you? Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I did put some extra weight on. Um, but it wasn't, I wasn't, you know, obese. I wasn't um, particularly unhealthy. I was still quite a healthy person, but I just was carrying a bit more fat. Uh, and I didn't know how much I weighed. And it wasn't weighing me down. It wasn't messing up with my day. It was quite nice. I quite liked it. But people around me, it made them feel uncomfortable. So they projected onto me their thoughts and their beliefs, um, which does make you a little bit uncomfortable. And then fast forward to kind of now. So our eating is completely different because we're now plant-based. Um, I don't like to weigh and measure and track. Very occasionally I will track my calories because... I like to just make sure that I'm getting good nutrients and that's important to me as I get older. But I know which foods are good for me. I know which foods make me feel the best. And my weight has dropped just as a byproduct of being well. I don't need to stand on the scales anymore to know that I'm having a good day. I can look out the window and be thankful that I woke up and I've got blue sky and, you know, I'm going to be 52 this year. And I have friends that you know, sadly didn't make that age. Um, and it doesn't matter what the scale said. That, you know, that doesn't show you whether you've had a good or life or not. It's just a number, isn't it? It's just data. So my journey with the scales has been quite a complicated one and it's been very up and down and maybe that will resonate with you, I don't know. So we do have scales in our house now. Um occasionally I step on them not very often but now when I step on them I know that it's a number and it's data and it goes with the other data I collect so if I'm measuring my body or if I'm um, really noticing how my body's feeling so I know if I get up in the morning and I'm particularly tired maybe the day before I haven't drunk enough water that has a big impact or maybe I didn't sleep very well that has a big, big impact um, some days just, you know, because life happens, you might be out and about. I might not have consumed as many fruits and vegetables as I would on a normal day because it was out of my control. That can make me feel a bit sluggish and tired. So 
it hasn't really got anything to do with the scales. The scales are just a tool to collect data. But if you find that you are obsessing with that number and that number is making you have a good or a bad day, then I would encourage you to see if you could maybe go a day without weighing yourself. And if you can manage a day, maybe go two days and just see how you can do. Maybe you'll be able to get for a whole month, maybe six months, a year. Maybe you never weigh yourself again. I don't know. I, You know, we're all very different, aren't we? But I think there are so many more important things to focus on that the number on the scales probably shouldn't be a priority. And a bit like the fitness trackers um, that we discussed in the last episode, you know, they have a place and they can be useful. But if they take over your life and you start to be ruled by them, then that, for me, that's a red flag. And I don't think that that's healthy. There's nothing wrong with having tools to help you reach a goal. But you shouldn't be doing or using those tools at the detriment of your health. For example, you know, if you're sick and it's raining outside and you're still going for a walk because you need to hit that 10,000 steps, that's not healthy. If you're using that tracker to encourage you to move a little bit more and keep you on track in a healthy way, absolutely. And the same with the scales. You know, if you're standing on the scales in the morning and then not eating for the whole day because you didn't like what the scales told you, then that really is dangerous. But if you can stand on the scales and understand that that number is just a piece of data in a very big picture, and that's just one piece, then it maybe could help you achieve your goals, depending on what your goals are. Because of course, let's face it, at the end of the day, being really, really skinny and unhealthy is just as bad as being really, really overweight and unhealthy. You know, it's like everything. We have to find balance. We have to find a happy medium. And who says what a perfect body is? If you look back in history, every century, uh, every decade rather, changes what a woman's body should look like. But who makes that rules? Who says what we should look like? Who says how big our boobs should be or how small our waist should be or how big our bottoms are or... You know, what makes a good shape? Who who does who decides that? I don't know. I don't think anybody does really. It's lots of times it's just a marketing scheme um, to make a lot of money for people, but not necessarily um, for your best interest. Only you know how you feel. Only you know what works for you. And that's why things like keeping food diaries, if you're um, on a wellness journey, is good because... Um, Different food makes you feel different ways. You know yourself that if you have a big lunch on Sunday and a big pudding afterwards, quite often, you know, like at Christmas, you want to sit down and have a little sleep in the afternoon. But if you have a big bowl of fruit and berries, you're energised for the rest of the day. So there is a direct connection between what we eat and how we feel. And if you can really tune into your body, which does take time, um then maybe we don't really need scales anyway. Because if we are hydrated, we're eating really good nutritional food, we're getting really good sleep and we're moving consistently, 
our weight will automatically sit where our weight needs to sit and we don't really need to focus on it at all um it becomes a byproduct of living a healthy life so for me personally i want to feel well i want to enjoy my 50s 60s and beyond as a healthy strong woman who can carry her shopping can run after the grandchildren climb the stairs walk the dogs you know this morning we were moving a big water tank around our garden just myself and my husband was absolutely nuts it was much bigger than we'd expected it to be it was a really awkward shape it wasn't particularly heavy but it was awkward and the two of us managed. We did a lot of laughing. It did fall off the wheel thing that we were using a few times. Um, but we managed to move it. And probably 10 years ago, even though we were younger, we wouldn't have been able to do that because we weren't as healthy as we are now. And so for me, wellness, that is wellness. If I can, if we can look after ourselves, if we can do everything we need to do, be independent, then that's really good. And so... Uh, in conclusion about the scales I guess you know it's up to you isn't it there is no right and wrong I can't tell you what you want to do or what's best for you I can only share my experience and my journey um, and hope that it encourages you to ask questions so if you are somebody that gets on the scales every day and feels sad because they're not saying what you want them to say um you know, I want you to be able to question and say to yourself, well, is, does that really, is my worth connected to that number on the scales? Really? And it's not. When people pass away, we don't sit at their funerals and say, oh, well, they were a size 10 and they only weighed this much. It's not important. Nobody cares. But if you're a kind person, they remember that. That's, that's important. So, yeah, food for thought, pardon the pun. There's lots in there and there's no wrong or right. It's just my opinion. Um, but I would hate to think that you're being affected by a number on the scales as much as I was in the past. And if you are, I, I would like to give you a big virtual hug and tell you that you can change that and you can find um, peace on the other side of that. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I really hope that's helped. I hope that I have started conversations and um, given you something to think about. And I look forward to meeting you again in our next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.